Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up. Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, this is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN with former Badgers Brad Nortman. And Nortman, it's a fake. Great call and great execution. Not a Hawkeye in sight. And Chris Orr. An excellent play by the freshman out of DeSoto, Texas, Chris Orr. Here's Alex Strofe. Did you just point at Big Buck Hunter and say, oh, I love that game to start the show? I love that game. That's only the content you get when you work with the former Wisconsin (laughs) linebacker, the should-be USFL Defensive Player of the Year, the great Chris Orham, Alex Strofe, also alongside a guy that punted in a NFC Championship game, an AFC Championship game, a Super Bowl, Mm. a Rose Bowl, Mm. among many other things. He just lost all those games. That's Brad Norman. Hi, Brad. I was literally about to say, boy, I feel so affirmed, so positive, so encouraged, but you had to throw in, I lost all those games. Well, you won the NFC Championship game. That's true. That's true. I still feel feel good. Just being around you guys, life is good here at the Great Dane. That's a lead company. That is, uh, thank you. You got a he's only he's only right yeah. here. I mean, me and uh, me and Tom Brady, right? Yes, or NFC Championship yep. game, AFC Championship game, Super Bowl. I wonder yeah. how many others. Sports media, <laughs> sports media. That's right. What else? You got Devin Air good looks. You got become um, <laughs> great haircuts. <laughs> great haircuts. Um, <laughs> you got become part beautiful owner of beautiful wives. Uh, I was going well, to say model now. wives, but yeah, yeah he's divorced yeah. now. Yeah, I'm still. But yeah. I, got, I, got, I, I got that on him, honestly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I got, yeah. I got more than Tom Brady, right, baby. So, I got more than Tom Brady. <laughs> we are less than 90 seconds into the show, and we've determined that Brad Norman is better than Tom Brady. And Chris yeah, right. Orr loves playing Big, big Buck Hunter, yeah. which is a very fun game. It's a way. great game. I'm I came here a couple a weeks game. ago, and me and the lady played Big Buck Hunter. It's an amazing it's game. A fun, it's a it's fun an game. Amazing game. All right, well, I know what we're doing during commercial that's like break. It's like an immersive <laughs> Big Buck Hunter, too. That's a, that's a big screen. Yeah, that is a big screen. Two shotguns over there. Two people can play at once. Man, compete. You love competing. Compete. <laughs> Speaking of competing, the Badgers less than three weeks away from doing that against the University of Buffalo as they kick off their season under this new regime led by head coach Luke Fickle. We've talked a ton all offseason about the hype, about the excitement, about the transfer portal, about the guys returning, about the new offensive system. And what does that lead us to? It leads us to Monday, August 14th, and the first AP poll coming mm-hmm. out. And a team that went 6-6 six and six in the regular season a year ago mm-hmm. returns to their spot in the top 25. Eh, the top 20. Number 19, the Wisconsin Badgers in the AP poll under head coach Luke Fickle, and they haven't even played a damn football game yet. <laughs> Chris, I'll get to you second because I know you're going to have a lot on this. But Brad Norman, <laughs> I start with you. Just first on your reaction to the Badgers coming in 19 on the AP poll, but also... I want you to reflect on your playing days, which I know is longer than Chris, at the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> I love – it's whoever's sitting on my right of notice. I pick on the person on my right. Perfect. Um, I, but when you were a player, did, did you pay attention to this kind of stuff? Did the poll matter? Did the ranking matter? Did the national attention matter? Curious on your thoughts on that as well. It's impossible not to mm. notice it, right? I remember when I committed to Wisconsin and the summer leading up to my first year there, it was – 
slotted for me to win the job, and I was going to play as a true freshman. And I remember we were at a preseason poll of like like someone's projection of how the year is going to end up, and we were fourth in the country, Ooh. fourth, and projected to play in the Pro Bowl or in the um, Rose Bowl. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, Brad, <laughs> you better grow up quick because you were playing at you know Brookfield Central a year ago, and now you're about to play in the Rose Bowl and be a top five team." Mm. You know what we did that year? We went seven and six. <laughs> we did awful, and there's a lot of reasons for that. But the years we did really well, mm-hmm. I don't think we we were not top. 15, yeah. maybe top 20, kind of mm. in the same range that this Wisconsin team is. Yep. So you notice, I think it's a good thing to be ranked high. Mm-hmm. But if there's any more um, inability to predict a season in the Wisconsin football recent history, it's got to be yeah. this one. Like, who, we sure. don't know this team. We don't know how they're going to respond. You, Yes, Transfer Portal did a good job recruiting classes. There's been a lot of moving parts. We don't know how this is all going to mesh. I think 19 is fairly optimistic, yeah. to be honest. That's optimistic. I don't think it's going to be as easy as flipping a switch and, okay, mm-hmm. we're a top-20 team. Now, would I be surprised if they were a 10-win football team and in the top-20? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I think they should be. That should be the standard. Mm-hmm. But I think that's optimistic to start. I don't think this is the 19th best team in the country week one. Mm-hmm. I think they can grow into that. But there's just too many moving parts, too much mm-hmm. lack of familiarity. And, and, and they do notice... I'm telling you that they do notice, and I bet you that they're pretty excited about that mm-hmm. ranking. They e- should be. Excited or chip on the shoulder material, I guess, because 19's not 9, mm. right? It's not, hey, you're a top 10 team in the country, but you are being nationally recognized. Your other thought on that is is they might not be the 19th team in the country right now, but right. they're growing to that. I want to get back to that, yeah. because this guy, right before we came on the air, before he mentioned that he loved Big Bug Hunter, <laughs> was, is that fair? So, Chris, all right. Don't answer the question. I'll just turn it on you. 19 in the country for this Wisconsin Badgers team. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree with Brad. I think it's super optimistic, to be honest. Like, you don't go from you don't go from 6-6 six and six to week one, you're a top 20 team in the country. Like, I don't think people understand what that, what that truly means to be a top 20 team in the country. It means that you're a top four team in your conference out of all the Power 5 conferences, even though that's – you know, eliminated essentially now, but you know, you're a top four team in your in your conference typically. So that's I don't know. That's I think that's pretty optimistic. I agree with Brad. I think they can grow into. I think they can grow into like a top fifteen, maybe like seventeen, to be honest. But you're coming into a completely new offense, completely new environment. Like it's gonna it's gonna be very different. A completely new defense. Yeah. Like this is gonna be a different Wisconsin. Like I hope people understand that one or two things. I hope you ride with Coach Fickle just like you're riding with him now because of all the hype when you have lulls in the season just because this quarterback is unfamiliar and playing in this conference. You know, we've got a lot of transfers coming in that are unfamiliar with this conference and even this scheme. You know, we got a lot of players that are coming back that are not familiar with this scheme, and it's going to take time to grow and develop within that scheme. Something that people don't think about is that, you know, you can say whatever you want about, you know, the last regime, Coach Chris and them, but – the one thing that you definitely saw over and over again consistently was by the time a recruiting class got to their third season with that team, this was a really good team, mainly because it's like you're hearing the same language for years over and over again. Then you start to understand the wrinkles within this offense or this defense. I can take my shot here. I can make this play there. I can go beyond the X's and O's on paper and actually make this play. That's a big difference, and that's something that you're not going to see year one with a new offense and new defense, to be honest. But my, my other thing, too, is, you know, back to your question is, just like Brad, <laughs> going into 2018, we went 12-0, and uh, 
know, tip my hat. Best best team in school history. Ooh, no shot at Brad. Oh, no shot at Brad. It's just a record. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good side out there. Anyway, <laughs> we went 12-0 2017. Coming into 2018, we were ranked the number four team in the nation. On the AP poll, number four team in the nation. We were projected to go to the playoffs, win the Big Ten outright, all of that. Uh, we went 85 that year and played in the pinstripe ball. And I kind of I kind of agree with Brad. Like, it's, it's kind of the opposite. Like, you don't want to be ranked too high. I always – I don't know. I was one of those players that, you know, when you hear people say ignore the outside noise, I would ignore the good noise. I don't want to hear anybody that's praising us. I want to hear the people that are talking down on us. Fascinating. I want to use that. You, you, you use that as motivation. Board, yeah. yeah, you, you use that, that as motivation. So, I don't know. Maybe this team is using this as motivation, to be honest. Maybe they feel, you know, Chim said that 11 wins was low. So, maybe they feel like they should be ranked in the top 10 already. So I do feel like the climb to gain respect is a whole lot more fun oh, yeah. than being a top oh, 10 yeah. projected, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And you're just trying to hold mm-hmm. your spot at the top of the totem pole. For when sure. this came out, the first thing I thought about was, okay, what is this trying to tell me? Because I'm thinking about this. I think about what these rankings mean and how it inevitably is going to change throughout the season, right? So what I like to think about is, what does this tell me about what the season is going to look like? Mm. And what would the results be of each of these teams falling in this position, right? So those would tell me, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama are your four playoff teams, right? And at Wisconsin at 19, that's like a 10-win football team. Maybe 9-3. Yeah. and three. That's like a very mm-hmm. hard schedule 9-3 and three, yep. or kind of like the Badgers schedule of, an eight, of a 10-2, and two, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at their schedule... I, th- I would take ten and two. I would take I would that too. this year. I mean, let's give a let's give a loss to Ohio State, and then one other place to fall through the rest of the year. Iowa. There's a few other spots: Iowa, no, maybe Minnesota. Illinois. I think yeah. it's Purdue. There's a few other ones. I'm telling you. Excuse me. I'm telling you, Purdue. Don't be shocked. Okay. I mean, uh, we could talk about that in two months if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> you want if you want to shoot off a Boilermakers take on August 14th, Boiler up. Be, be my guest. I it's guess. It's not that, but, man. I uh, just man. It's a great day to huddle. Chris Orr, Alex Stroh, <laughs> Brad Nortman with you from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown Madison, just off the Capitol Square. We still have Chris Orr's attention, which is good. As I <laughs> See, he's done like, I don't know, Brad, what would you guess, 12 shows here? Yeah. 10 maybe? And this is the first time he's pointed out the big buck machine to our <laughs> We're still learning. <laughs> this is not your first time here. Not at this. I mean, we haven't done 10, 12 shows at this specific location. Ah, five, done, six, seven at least. I think Maybe we've six? done. You've six? done several, several. It's a pretty big buck hunter over there. I mean, but the thing is, I'm always in that spot, so I'm always looking this way. That's true. And you're locked you know in. I mean? You're I'm locked, locked in. in. The show. I'm focused. But I'm not locked today. In. Not today. You're not locked in. So I, w- I, I want to go back to something Brad said um, a little bit earlier here on the Great Dane Huddle, and that was they might not be the number nine team in the country, number nineteen team in the country right now, mm-hmm. but they may grow into that. And I'm, I'm curious on, on your thought process there, because obviously you're right, right. I mean, there's just so much unknown about this team. I feel like a lot of college football is that way, though, right? Because there's obviously more in obviously constant rollover than there is maybe in, in the NFL or any other comparable league. So when you, when you say they might not be 19 now, but they could grow into it, what do you mean by that? I mean the talent's there mm-hmm. and the coaching's there. The ingredients are there. Mm-hmm. The cake just needs to be baked, mm-hmm. right? It takes time. Mm-hmm. Yes, it Mas- takes time. Master at analogies. <laughs> it takes time for the ingredients to interact together and create a team, right? It's the ultimate team sport, and that includes coaches, and that includes everybody, and this is the first time they're all going through this. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a turnover on any college football team, but this is a massive amount of turnover. Mm-hmm. This is a new quarterback and system and scheme and, and, and even a new culture, right? Mm-hmm. So 
the ingredients are there. I just think week one mm -hmm. to expect this to be the 19th best football team in the country. I don't. I don't see it. Yeah. Now, luckily, we're not playing Alabama. You know, in the in September <laughs> this year. And not till next year. Not till next year. And maybe oh, and maybe the cake will be baked back then. But. I just look at it and say everything's there. I mm -hmm. like what I'm seeing. I like the trajectory, but I don't yeah. know if they're there right now. And I could see a development and a growth within this team in this locker room that they can get there by the end of the season. And I was actually going to ask you guys, over under 19 when the season's over, are they mm. greater than 19 or are they lower than 19 in the rankings? Mm. Uh, pick whenever you want, regular season or mm. um, after a Big Ten championship. I, I will say lower, so meaning the number would be better, right? Okay, uh, higher uh, in the rankings. Correct, higher yeah. in the rankings but lower number. Um, but I don't think it's a big buffer. Yeah. I, I'm thinking somewhere between 10 and 16, I'm thinking ten and two for this team. As, as you I'm thinking to that too. Yeah, and I think ten and two with this schedule garners more respect than maybe a ten and two Pac-12 team. Although the Pac-12 sure. is looking good preseason, right? With Oregon and Utah and USC. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I would say I would say like twelve fourteen is probably where the Badgers end up. I, I think this team is going to live up to the hype, just not quite twelve and zero college football playoff. Hype. Yeah, yeah, I, th I think. I think they're between 14 and 17, okay. to be honest. I just I just don't think people understand, like, how much goes into winning. Like, mm -hmm. just like you said, because, you know, you know, people think that you can, you can just remove a coaching staff, bring a new coaching staff in, remove a quarterback, bring a new quarterback in, and that, oh, we just, just like that, we just fixed all our problems. All we got to do is wipe our hands. When it's like there's so many factors that goes into winning one football game, like, even some, even some of the games that people look at on schedules and view them as automatic wins, like it doesn't work like that. No. It does not work like that. Like it's literally any given Saturday or whatever day you're playing. It's any given one you can win or lose that game, which is the reason why we have so many upsets and all of that happen anyway. Like you have to, we're we're not going to know who this team is until I think around I think until they start Big Ten play. To be honest. I agree, and it's actually, fair. I think that, and, the, and when I say they're going to work into it, I, I agree with you guys. I think they're going to be a 10-win football team. I think they're going to be ranked higher than 19. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to play like the 19th-ranked football team in September. Yeah. I think it, I think there could be some ugly-looking games. Mm -hmm. and maybe, not, maybe not ugly like ugly that last That Washington year. State game, though, is really interesting to me. It's really intriguing. Week two, on the road, tough place to play. You only see Buffalo before that, right? Like yeah, you guys are. Yeah, that's what I'm NFL saying. Hours. Like it could be clunky. Chris is looking at me like he wants to tackle me yeah, off my chair. I'm not chair, trying to hear that out. But but listen, I mean, you you see what happened last year? Not pretty. Washington State still a Power Five school, mm -hmm. and, and this isn't the NFL where you get three warm up games, right? All you do is play against yourself. Mm -hmm. So you get one game to work out the kinks, knock off the rust, etc. You go to Wazoo. I'm not saying the Badgers lose. It's just very intriguing. Can I say this, Jim, really quick? I think the team's left out of this redivision lining. I think they're pissed. pissed. Washington right. State is in that. Pissed. And look, how much does that make a difference oh, on Saturday? State. But they're going to be juiced for, oh, yeah, big old Big Ten Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. We beat you last year, mm -hmm. and we're being it's left for dead. We're going to show mm -hmm. you something. You, know, you think, didn't want to call us? Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. I think, I think there'll be some juice. This is what I know. This one. This is what I know. If you a. If you don't know Wisconsin football team, you know how to meetings. I don't know what y'all schedule is. If you listen to this right now, bro, you better go get your dang lick back, man. Go get your lick back. I want to see this team 
come out with some fight to them in every single game that they might have lost or even barely won last year. I just want to see a mindset shift. You know, like, it's one thing to hear, you know, Coach Fickle and them, you know, talk about all the different things that they want to change about the program and his mindset and all of that. But, like, I want to see it on the field now. Like, I need to see that in action. I need to see these dominant wins. And not necessarily like, oh, you're blowing people out. It's more so the way that you win. Do you win a game in a way where it's like, man, they could not move the ball in our defense? They couldn't do anything that they, they wanted. Even we had a snap go over our head, our quarterback recovered it, or they recovered it on our 20, and they didn't even get the field goal because we blocked it, or whatever the case is. Like, that's the mindset. That's the mindset that, that Coach Fickle you know, and his staff talks about bringing. I want to see it on Saturdays. He's Chris Orr, Brad Nortman, Alex Stroke with you. It is the great Dane Huddle. Somebody's a little bit fired up. I am. Better go take that tension out on Big Buck <laughs> during the commercial break. Uh, we got to talk about Jordan Love, fellas, because obviously he's, he's the big topic today. Coming off the Packers' first preseason game, big win at Cincinnati and the Bengals on Friday. What did the former NFLers take away from Jordan Love's first start as the guy for the Packers? We'll dive into it next. It is the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown Madison. Muck want to go on the text line 844-770-3776 I had to tell my five-year-old what swamp ass is <laughs> best conversation of my life <laughs> well done fellas Consummate I professionals to, I wouldn't know how to I wouldn't know how to tell that to a five-year-old no I know how to tell well that. go ahead Listen here, brother. <laughs> it's when you've been out on the, you know, you've been playing, running around the yard all day. We've been playing and stuff. And uh, maybe you pooped earlier. <laughs> You're all sweaty now. You got that twang down there, brother. You got that twang. You got wow. that funk. You got that twang and that funk. <laughs> when, you take your, when you take your shorts off, you got, that, you got that twang, man. That's the word. <laughs> you, <laughs> He's Chris Orr, Brad Norman, Alex Strove with you. It is the Great Dane Huddle. Thanks to Tom and McQuanago and his five-year-old for listening with us uh, as we uh, we discuss all sorts of shenanigans. Apparently, I want to get into Jordan Love and not Chris Orr's Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader explanation of what Swamp Ass is. But I will say... Jordan Love and every player on that Paycord Stadium field in Cincinnati on Friday probably had a case of swamp ass. Not a not a cold night in Cincinnati. <laughs> but Jordan Love, also not a cold night. He looked pretty good. Ten passes overall, just two drives for the Packers. First drive a little rough, but not bad. Mm-hmm. And then the second drive, really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Locked it in through a really nice touchdown pass to Romeo Dobbs. Um, I would imagine there's some jitters there, too. I know he's a four-year professional now, for but sure. you become the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's something to that, right? Becoming the guy. 
especially in a historical franchise like the Packers and all the success they've had at that quarterback position. This is Jordan Love's real first public showing as mm-hmm. the guy, and I thought he played fine. I, I, I felt, and we did this poll early on Rutledge and Hamilton, I'm going to ask you guys the same question. I'm not giving you a middle ground. Do you feel encouraged or discouraged on Jordan Love's perform- after Jordan Love's performance on Friday night? Because I walked away from it feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Right, I was looking for poise. I was looking for confidence, and I, I felt like I saw those things, Brad. I, my answer would be encouraged for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, Chris, I feel like your swamp ass answer elicits more questions. But that's just a side <laughs> note. Um, <laughs> with, Jordan, with, with Jordan, I had to say it. With, with Jordan Love, <laughs> with Jordan Love, he he did about as good as I would expect him to do in his mm-hmm. first preseason game. It was good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. It was good. And he missed that, you know, that drag on the tight end going over mm-hmm. and um you know, but it's preseason. Yep. Everyone's working out rust. Look, mm-hmm. they're not throwing hard defenses at him. This is how he should play. And I'm encouraged because I can look at this guy and say, you know what? This guy can be a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. That, that's a takeaway that I wanted to see. Now, I'm yeah. not saying he's this year. But I'm just saying if, if you want to say we need a franchise quarterback, a.k.a. a 15 or better quarterback in the NFL yep. who can at yep. least make decisions and make passes and mm-hmm. be calm. He did that. He's showing he can do that. Mm-hmm. I will say one, one thing you and I have gone back and forth on for months is the decisiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have continued to tell me that's like the number one quality, yes. yeah. right? That's the most important quality from a quarterback. Do you feel like you saw that? And I know it's only 10 snaps, but do you feel like you saw that or at least an improvement in that category from Love on, on Friday? I do. I'm, I mean, just by watching his head, it felt like he was making reads, and when he found his guy, he delivered. Now, it wasn't always on online exactly, but most of them were. And that is the, I mean, that's one of the most important things you can do as a quarterback because you can just see in these young quarterbacks when the game is moving very fast, mm-hmm. and they just, it's jittery, right? It's like they don't know where to look, they don't know what to do, and they end up forcing it somewhere. And yep. it's, it's clear as day. And the guys that are elite, I mean, they make those throws. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the Mahomes, the Rodgers, the Burrow, they make the, the throws, they're composed, they make the right decisions, and they can put it on a dime. And, and we have yet to see if Love can consistently make those really hard elite passes. Yeah. It seems like he's being decisive, but now, Chris, now you know this more than anyone, mm-hmm. wait till they start throwing some complicated blitz mm-hmm. brat packages, and mm-hmm. you know they show man and they go zone. Yep. There's, a, there's a whole lot of complications, making yep. audibles at the line. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, this is elementary 101 yep. base level. And he's showing he can do it. Great, you need mm-hmm. to do that. Okay, on to the next, yep. on to the next mountain now. Yep. So, but, if he, but if he didn't do it here, Shoot, there's no way he's doing it in the NFL yeah, game. For sure. For sure. Just like we talked about before, like there's a process. There's steps to this. So you get the confidence from practice. Then you get the confidence in a preseason game. Then you get the confidence in some regular season games. You get the confidence in some division games, playoff games. You know, it's just it's a step. It keeps going. But I think you should feel encouraged. Like he looked poised. I think what you should be most encouraged about though, I don't know if you're ready for this, is LaFleur. I think you should be most encouraged oh. by LaFleur, yes. I saw a diverse run game. I saw them involving some QB runs. Not as much with Love, but with some of the backup guys. Like, that is what they need to do. If they want to be successful, that's what the Packers need to do. I'm encouraged. Okay, now, now, hold on. As much as I love hearing you say that, Mm -hmm. which, number one, indicates you watched, Mm -hmm. but also, (laughs) number two, indicates you're talking positively about the Packers. Yeah. I'm still going to play devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. It's a preseason game, Chris. It is. They don't want Jordan Love scrambling exactly. or getting out of the pocket. No, that's not what I'm talking about. 
I'm you're, talking about you're, design quarterback run. They had some design quarterback run with the twos and threes. They did? This, yeah, this is, the thing I'm, this is the thing I'm saying. This is the thing that you get from preseason games. Nobody's showing their hand, but this is your base one install. This is who you're going to be at your core, essentially. These are some of our core plays, and everything that you're going to see off of this is kind of an extension of that. We're going to disguise it in different ways with shifts, motions, different formations, whatever the case is. But at the core, it's the same thing. If we're a power team, we're going to be a power team. Now, we might not be a I-Pro split power team, just a regular I-Formation team. We might be a strong guy or coming out the gun, pistol, whatever the case is. We can run it so many different ways, which makes football a little different. But at our core, who are we? We're a power team. So... I think that's that's what the Packers showed. They showed who they're going to be. We're going to be balanced, run the ball efficiently, get Jordan uh-huh. Love to move some. So, it, 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 Chris Orr, Brad Norman, Alex Struff with you here on the Great Dane Huddle. I, I'm fascinated by this because you've changed your <laughs> tune a little bit just off one preseason game. Right? Because yeah, you got to see. You have said, though, in the past, which is one of my favorite things you've said about this new look Packers, is as an opposing linebacker, I'd have no idea what to look for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you still feel that way after watching that first preseason game that there's just – is it either A, you just don't really know what the identity mm-hmm. is, or B, they're just doing so many different things I don't really know what to focus on? I mean, what's, what's your takeaway as a, as a linebacker? I mean, honestly, it's what you would expect. You would expect a team with a new quarterback, a new quarterback taking the reins at least, not, not like a true rookie, but his first time being the guy. You would expect them to diversify their run game, hit you with a lot of different formations, I try to hide them a little bit. They need to, but at the at the end of the day, I would go into the game understanding that they're not going to have success with Jordan Love as their quarterback if they can't run the ball. You're going to need to do that. Basically, that's that's how people are off of Shanahan's tree anyway. You know, they're they're a big play action. You know, back back blocking with the Y off the ball, whatever the case is. You know, away from the uh, front side of the zone. Sure, stuff like that is who they are at their core. So you know that that's who they're going to be. At, at, at the base of it, but you know it's going to be a little different based on the players that they plug into these different spots. Because not everybody has that. Like Jordan, I mean, like Shanahan doesn't have an athlete at quarterback like Jordan Love. You know, they tried with Trey Lance. That's, I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen there. But <laughs> but I'm encouraged as a Packers fan and seeing what I'm seeing. As an opposing backer, you're going to be, you don't know what to look for just because it's going to look so different because he had Aaron Rodgers under him. And I'm I've been saying this over and over again, but I know that Coach LaFleur, part of his reason was, I don't want to mess this up with Aaron Rodgers. You're a Hall of Fame quarterback. This is more of a partnership. We're going to do what we do. Now he's in a position where I'm going to do what's best for this offense and for this team. Ooh, Chris Hoare. Hey, man, it's true. Man. I, I got to be honest with you, Brad. That was like the thing I least expected tonight. I, I didn't expect LaFleur positivity out of Chris Hoare. Yeah, man. It's, it's amazing to see. I think he's right, though. I think he's That's right. What you and, and and going for like the what the Packers game plan is this year. Like what is Lafleur thinking mm-hmm. as far as what the offensive identity is? I think it's going to be more power and run heavy mm-hmm. and play action and then put Jordan in good situations. Yep. What Jordan Love's going to be asked to do this year is going to be very different from what he'll be asked to do in five years, mm-hmm. right? I mean, think about Tom Brady's early time. He was asked to be a game manager, just yep. you know, use the talent around you, make good passes, and be a leader. And then in, in 08 and later years, he has to do way different things, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's to be expected that a young quarterback should just want to be put in a good situation, make reads, make throws. And, and is it, if he was a game manager this year, is that so bad? No. I, I would say that's not bad at all. Not Assuming at all. He's, what, he's 24 years old yep. still, too? Yeah. So there's room for growth. Uh, yeah. So, look, I, I thought we saw everything we needed to see. Mm-hmm. And 
to see Lafleur maybe put a little bit of his own stamp on it. Now it is preseason. I think what we saw at preseason game one and week one mm-hmm. huh. will be much much yeah. more interesting. No, for sure. no doubt about it. Obviously, you get a lot more than two series to yeah. break down mm-hmm. Jordan Love, but I get your point nonetheless. Like, it's just a really weird year to be a mm-hmm. Wisconsin football fan, and I don't mean that from just the Packers, right? We just talked about the Badgers coming in at 19 mm-hmm. on the MP poll. Both of these teams, for very different reasons, are fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jordan Love dynamic though is is more intriguing to me than luke fickle and these badgers and that's just because you have i'm 24 going back to jordan love's age right all i know as a guy born and raised in green bay wisconsin is brett Favre and aaron Rodgers. other than that <laughs> i know uh, about a half a season involving seneca wallace matt <laughs> Flynn, and scott tolzine <laughs> I believe yeah, it's just my guy, Scotty T. Scott, no. Scotty um, T. And, and then a, a, another season with a couple of games of Brett Hundley. Mm-hmm. Right? Other mm-hmm. than that, I know Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And, and so this year is just weird to me. Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes to Wisconsin football, I still expect a lot of the same. Yeah. Now, now you talk about new schemes and, and new defenses. I still think, mm-hmm. hey, the defense is going to be hard-hitting and good as ever. They better be. Right? They're going to be just like when Chris Orr played. They better be. They better be better. That's your job. Your job is to push the envelope forward. If you're listening, this is your job, bro. I, be I really hope like Hunter Wohler is tuned in right now, so we can fire up all the guys. <laughs> They're not listening, man. Room. They probably in meetings or something. They uh, can't. But but with Green Bay, it, it's it's not just a new quarterback, right? It is a young young offense. Mm-hmm. It is a defense with a ton to prove. A defense that was looked at as a top five defense going into last season, mm. and they crapped in bed, man. Mm. And, and they probably should have fired Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator. Mm. Matt LaFleur keeps him around. And they've got eight first-round picks invested in that defense. Mm-hmm. Eight of them. Yeah. You only put 11 on the field. Mm-hmm. If you have eight first-round picks on a defense, you better be providing a hell of a defense. Mm. So there was a lot of questions all over the place with this Packers team, which, what, which is why it intrigues me a little bit more than the Badgers. Where do you guys fall? You're both Badgers, so you might be a little biased. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm probably going to be biased because yeah. I, I love my Badgers, man. But, I mean, just on paper, like what you're saying is true. But I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think the more drastic change is actually with Badger football, though, to be honest. Yeah. Like, That's fair. Yeah, we've hired from outside with Coach Anderson, but outside of him, you know, the hires have all been inside. Two, the scheme has essentially stayed the same forever. You know, which, like, a lot of people would try to knock that, but – it accumulated a lot of wins. <laughs> you know, it accumulated a lot of wins. Now, I know y'all weren't complaining when, when Brad Mill won three Big Ten championships. Like, True that. It was, it was, it's the same offense. And if you, if you want a little nugget for you, the big difference in the offense and why there was more points put up, you had a mobile quarterback. You had Russell Wilson who could get out of trouble in mm-hmm. some of these plays and make these uh, off-routine, off-rhythm plays, off-rhythm throws. If it's third and six. Ah, nobody's open. I can go and run and get this. You know, that was the big difference. In all honesty, if you had a mobile quarterback in the same scheme that we were running before, perfectly fine. But now in this scheme, you're expecting to see some shootouts, to be honest. You know, it's, it's going to be look, looking completely different. That's why I think I think Badger football might be more intriguing just because it's a big, it's a drastic change. Mm-hmm. Like, you're no longer going to see a fullback. You're, you're barely going to see this quarterback probably go under center, to be honest. Like, you know, that's, that's going to be a big change for all Badger fans everywhere. 
I, I agree. I, I'm more intrigued by Wisconsin. I think the change is bigger there. All new faces, all new scheme. Even college football itself is changing before our eyes. So mm-hmm. everything is fresh mm-hmm. about college football. So I'm, I'm interested to see that. Yeah. And it's yo new quarterback, which is a massive change. A lot, a lot of other similar in Green Bay, right? Same mm-hmm. same defense, same coaching staff, same running back, same old line. So there is some stability. Can I just say this really quickly? I think the Packers are very fortunate mm. they're going to play the Patriots in the second game of the preseason yes. because Belichick will bring a little mm-hmm. bit of wrinkles mm-hmm. to test his guys, mm-hmm. and I, that is a great yep. preseason pull for an yep. early test for, uh, for love in the offense. Yeah, you've, nice. you've, you've talked to plenty about your opportunity to have a joint practice during your time in Jacksonville with New England mm-hmm. and Bill Belichick, and that's when Tom Brady was still there. Are they joint practicing with them? Wednesday and yeah. Thursday, that's two days of that. so yeah. good for the Packers. Yeah. That's so good for them. Yeah, He's going to see lots. Did you get one days. day or two days? Two days. So same as days. Jordan Love, mm. Matt LaFleur and company will have Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, that is great news Hudson. for Packer fans. I love that. I love hearing that. That, that excites me. The brilliant mind of Brad Norton, <laughs> the linebacker mentality of Chris Orham, Alex Strope with you. At the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, downtown Madison here on the Great Dane Huddle. i got to remind you, brunch is back at all four Great Dane Pub and Brewing locations in the area right here downtown. In- on the east side and in the Hilldale area of Madison each Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. All your brunch favorites, all the brunch specialties, and all your brunch expectations can be met in any of the four Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company locations. You can find out more at greatdanepub.com slash brunch. That's greatdanepub.com slash brunch. We play Chris Orr's greatest disappointment <laughs> coming up next, as he found out last week. The people aren't real, Chris. <laughs> We're still going to hear from them, though. We play Gmail after this. It's the Great Dane Huddle. You've got mail. Where is The Great Dane Huddle rolls on live from the Great Dane Pup and Brewing Company downtown Madison just off Capitol Square. Alex Strope alongside the former NFLers. The USFL Defensive Player of the Year, according to me, Chris Orff. The greatest punter in NFL history, according to me and many others. Played with the Panthers and the Jaguars. The great Brad Nortman. (laughs) Before we get to Gmail, though, I've got to tell you about somebody else that's great. And that would be Diamond Jim. The owner of Condon Jewelers. He is the owner of the store. He is always in the store, ready to help you whether you're looking to take that next step, whether you're looking to treat yourself. I I found out today, fellas, we are six months to the day away from Valentine's Day. Oh, It's August 14th, which means your time to start thinking about Valentine's gifts is already half day over, halfway over. So if you need an answer or you need a suggestion or you need an idea, there's two places to go. One of them is at Condon Jewelers on the east side of Madison, the jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side, or the other one is online at condonjeweler.com. Condon Jewelers, the jeweler on the east side, the jeweler of your side. Tell them I sent you and say hello to Diamond Jim, who's always in the store seven days a week. All right, time now to play the game while I rinse down my mouth because I'm eating the Nashville hot chicken sandwich and my mouth is on fire. Mm. I said it wasn't that hot. It's hot. It's a a delayed effect. Yeah, yeah. It kicked in later. (laughs) As I was talking about Condon Jewelers. Time now to play Gmail. You've got mail. (laughs) Nothing's funny, Chris. (laughs) Chris, how you doing, bud? 
I'm, I'm, I'm all right, brother. I'm, I'm glad right. to hear it. We've got an email from a, a regular today, right? So every day... <laughs> Cornelius? I'm getting these emails. No, it's Alex and Madison. Oh. <laughs> is it me or is it you? <laughs> the world will never know. I was working at the newer office that I, I'm employed at, and the door to my office just randomly closed. How old does a building need to be to be haunted? We'll start with you, Chris Orr. Oh, I don't I don't think there's an age limit on a building being haunted. I feel like if... If something messed up happening there, hey, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning something bad. You're going to have bad feeling walking in there, brother. I don't think there's an age limit at all. I mean, that's that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. I was actually thinking the same thing. It could, there could be something that uh, <laughs> yeah. creates some chaos in there. Certainly the older the better. When yeah. you hear about all the things sure. in like the Fister in Milwaukee <laughs> and things like that, there are, there are certain things about a house that's like 100 years or more old, and it's just yeah. like it's creaking and cracking, and you yeah. hear, I don't know. I don't know. All right, keep so it young for me, if possible. I hate to do this, but my my headphones completely cut out during the question. I've gathered some context clues, so I'm going to try to tell you what the question was, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. So, was the question, how old does a building have to be in order to be considered haunted? That is yeah, so good, exactly. Strofe. So good. You are a journalist. Did I nail that? Yeah, yes, you did. Uh, old would be the answer. Um, what? 75 years. Minimum. Every haunted house you minimum? go through is like old if as If I be. built the house yesterday, it's not haunted. Minimum, bro? Minimum? Okay, you built the house yesterday. Something really dark and messed up happened in there. You get some new movers to move in in like six months. Ain't nothing going on up in there? I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> Ain't nothing no. going on up in there. Come on, bro. I'm just saying, though, like, as far I as I love how haunted, confrontational he is. Yes. Come on, he, like, bro. leans his whole body yeah. at Something me. Something going on in there. Think about it. Nah. It had nothing to do with how old it was. I don't, I don't think there's it had something things. to do with how now, I will traumatic say, the event was. Around Halloween, when people put on haunted houses, those are fun. But otherwise, there's no such thing. Ghostbusters lie. Ghost hunters lie. Ghosts Rock. don't exist. It's all a lie. <laughs> are you a, are you a haunted house attendee around Halloween? I haven't been since I was like 14 and trying to date my eighth grade classmate. That so, is so uh, spot on. You trying to get her really <laughs> nestled into you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared, yeah. Yeah, Very my, wise. That was my move back in the day for sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't attended a haunted house in probably 10, 12 years, maybe. I don't know. I would like to go. You want to go? I want to haunt. Let's house. go. Let's, let's do. Uh, we'll do a show. We'll I'm prep in. for it and we'll oh, review man. it. I'm in. <laughs> Haunted podcast. You get trouble for hitting them. Just, oh <laughs> gosh, yeah. That you know how like you need to like, sign a waiver. I think the employees of the haunted house need to sign a waiver. <laughs> there, is a, there is a former NFL linebacker. Yeah. 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 You may get injured. All right, what's next? Uh, All right, our actual favorite emailer, Cornelius in Texarkana. He was scrolling Man. over the uh, the Reddit t the other day. A woman <laughs> with nine months left to live asked her husband if she could sleep with her ex. One last time. If you had nine months left, goodness, would, would you ever carve out a moment to see an ex? We'll start with you, Alex Strofe. Now, <laughs> what are we doing here? Uh, you're, okay, two things of this. Number one, what deep, dark place of the <laughs> internet were you, and by you I mean either Cornelius or Alex G, that you read this? And B... What kind of trouble are you trying to get me in at home to ask you this question? <laughs> I read it, says Cornelius. <laughs> uh, the answer's no. Yeah. 
Hell no. I mean, that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, easy. Hell no. Hell, Hell no. <laughs> There's no. What's the point? Like, yeah, that would make it. That would that. If I have nine months to live, it's no freaking chance. If I got I, nine I, months I, to live, that's all I got. Man. Just send me the other direction. Send right. me like right to the. If you yeah, ask yeah. that question, I, I'm pretty you're sure probably, your life you're about expectancy to die. of yeah, nine months die. is done. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If I had nine months to live, man, I'd forget fun, that. Man. I'd have fun. I know you would. You always do. <laughs> What's next? My manager says, uh, Logan in Duluth, my manager puts his right sock on, then his right shoe, before he puts his left sock on, and then his left shoe. He goes, sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Is he crazy? Yeah, he's for a that? psychotic person. Yeah, he's a psychotic weird. person. That is yeah. chilling yeah, to my blood. Yeah, weird. That's, that's weird. straight up psychotic. Yeah, I hate everything about weird. that. I got nothing else. <laughs> it's psychotic. Yeah. That's so weird. Never, yeah. That's who, horrible. Who even keeps their shoes in the sock? Like, I yes. put my all my clothes on in the bathroom. Shower, put all the clothes on, including mm. the socks. My shoes are by the front door. Yes. Mm. So I then have to exit my bathroom, exit my bedroom, exit the living room mm. to my front door. Where my shoes are kept. I just don't understand. I see this all over the internet. I don't understand. This it. is a thing. You see this a lot all of people over the do internet? this. People ask about it a lot. Oh I don't my. know that anybody actually does oh it because you are legitimately psychotic if you do this. Yeah, yes, you are. It's disturbing. You are. You've lost your mind. Yeah. You've lost your mind. The authorities need to be on their way to your house. <laughs> yeah. Batman is coming as well. There's like I don't know that I'd go as yeah. far as we Batman, get, yeah. but maybe the authorities. Yeah. There's breadcrumbs where you look back and be like, yeah. you know, this person ends up being a serial killer. There were signs. <laughs> this is a sign. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Gene, can you argue with that? No, I would have no experience in this subject matter. <laughs> do you do that, G? Do you do that, G? No, of course not. I yeah, my shoes man. are somewhere else, my socks go on, and then the shoes go on after. Have you ever it. known anyone that's done this? No. Legitimately, okay. yes. Okay. I know Logan and Duluth's manager. Yes. Logan better keep his head on a swivel yeah. his manager. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> got one more? You've got mail. You know it. Cammie and Madison says, I stopped at a zoo the other day and I saw some rescued wolves. This isn't so much a question, but a demand. Please make an argument to Chris to convince him that he couldn't take down a full-grown wolf <laughs> with his bare hands. Oh, my goodness. Who's going first? <laughs> bro, 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 bro. I don't think people We're understand. making a case to you. This but, is not your turn but do you to speak. Under, do you understand how strong a human can become in a life or death situations? Like, for real, though. Chris, the, the saying literally Come comes on. from he was raised by wolves. Saying that, like, he's got another gear. Nah. I feel like... One-on-one. On one. I, I believe We're in talking you. about one-on-one. On one. I believe in you. I believe in you, too. You can kill that wolf, too, bro. <laughs> All right, Chris. One-on-one, on one, I, will, I will not kill a wolf. One-on-one. Let on me one. talk to you, because I know for a fact you don't believe in me. One-on-one? <laughs> One on one, I'm losing. Bro. As are you. Bro. I need you to hear me out for a second. Because this is now the third week in a row we've had a Chris versus animal debate. I'm killing that wolf. The first week and the second week, when I've when you've been asked the question by Alex G, our wonderful producer back at the Everlight Solar Studio, if you could bare hands beat an animal, your follow-up question was both times, will I have a knife? Yeah, that's a question. Oh. That's I think what you need to understand is you need to trust your gut a little bit more, right? If you don't have that security blanket, it's not security you're blanket. not winning. It's not security Then blanket. why are you asking I mean, about cause, it? Because the question is, okay, are you weapons involved? Because that's an easy dub. Easy dub. I already know the technique I'm going to use. If I had a knife, I know I know the exact technique I'll use 
to gut Your this Your jugular wolf. is getting is getting gutted. Listen to this. By some sharp listen ass hate. Listen to this, brother. Listen to this. I <laughs> listen to this, brother. I had a teammate. I had a teammate in Carolina who legit had a wolf dog. It was it was sixty five percent. You're missing wolf. a key detail. No, you listen. No, you're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. This is when this is when I sixty five percent wolf is not a hundred percent wolf. This is, when, this is when exactly, exactly, exactly. You just add thirty five more percent on top of that, brother. That's not hard to find out. This is what this is when I started to understand where Arian Foster was coming from. I'm like, bro, I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. Hold on, what are you referring to? You you never heard Arian Foster say this that he say could what? kill a wolf with his with his bare hands one on one. You bro, said this. Arian Foster said it too. I don't believe either of you, <laughs> bro, bro. One on one is what we're talking about. One on one. We're not talking about the wolf pack. A pack predator can't fight one on one. That's you can't tell me they can't fight one on one, bro. I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna pull the crowd. You don't know what to do one on one. Raise your hand if you think you could kill a wolf one on one. Anybody? I see zero show of hands. Because they're soft. There you go. Because they're soft. No, because they're realistic, no, because Chris. They're soft. Your wife is here tonight. You think you think I don't understand that I'm gonna be a different man after this? I might die afterwards, but he's dying. I'm taking their life before mine. Do you believe your husband could kill a wolf one on one? No, she's I shaking think, her head. I think no. she'd prefer to never know the result. Like, Whoa, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose she, arm. She knows you're probably have a chunk out of my side of my torso. Unbelievable. We'll wrap All up. That is cool. We'll wrap up the great day and huddle after this. Right here, on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. The Great Dane Huddle wrapping it up from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown Madison just off the Capitol Square. I'm Alex Strofe with the brilliant mind of Brad Nortman and the idiotic <laughs> mind of the guy that for the third week straight has claimed he can beat a wolf in a fight. Man. Chris Orr. I tell you, man, you got to defend your family. You're not, be you're not beating that wolf. No. Wolf walk in. Wolf walk, wolf walk into your house right now. You I'm and your done. girl there. What you doing? What you going to do? I'm sacrificing myself. Come on, man. You're not going to try to win? Though. You're my not going to try to live? My girl's not going to be there for the next week because she's in Puerto Rico. Uh, what am I going to do? What do I do? i got to fend for myself. Cold man. shower. I, I tried one last week. Every day. You got to consistency. Consistency is key, man. Do you want Jordan Love to have one I didn't good hate game? It. I didn't hate really? it. Really? Cold shower, you tried it? For a minute. Less than a minute. You 20 seconds. Minutes. And I was like, two ah. Minutes. Just work your way scrambled up. out of it, huh? Work I didn't your way out of it. I just turned it up, and I was like, "What am I doing?" That's all right. Work your way up, Chris, Brad. We'll see you next week, fellas. Always appreciate the conversation. Big thanks Can't to Alex for that. Back at the Everlight Solar Studio, this has been the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company downtown Madison.